the last episode, this was like covering my chin. I noticed. <laughs> I was so pissed off watching it. In three, two, one. Give me a minute. Give me a quarter. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the official 14th episode of the Hanxious Podcast. My name is TurboTax Crackhead Faggot Murphy, and this is my co-host, Credit Karma Karina. And on today's 14th official episode, I just wanted to remind everybody, if you haven't, to file your tax return. I haven't. I know, but I did. I always end up owing. Oh. (laughs) Do you want to, like ever get that figured out in the future (laughs) (laughs) it's not because of like my corporate jobs it's because of my oh your only friends (laughs) yeah i don't want to do it anymore i think i'm gonna quit oh lord then my payments are gonna be late i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm just joking yeah karina karina's are quite the week today um so I yeah, think I, I wanted to. I'm in a new era. Yeah, That's I mean, all I'm gonna say about. I it. do kind of want to circle back. So, like, what? How much do you typically owe on your taxes? How is that any of your business? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I'm We're just kidding. Like around a thousand. Oh, year. it's not that bad, but it's okay. still like annoying because I used yeah. to get like a good amount back. Do you think what you could start doing is maybe? having more taxes taken out from your day job so that way your nightlife career has a um video vixen what'd you say you're just gonna give me a headache i don't want to talk about Uh, it okay taxes are a sore subject (laughs) talking about money just annoys me right now because i know i'm just gonna owe and it's like (laughs) pissing me off that's why i haven't done it yet i'm waiting for my trips to die down yeah yeah we're going to Vegas, everybody. <laughs> we canceled it, put the trip back on, and now we're actually for sure going. Yeah, we're going to hit the strip. We're going to see some Swifties crazy. unite. Yep, we're going to see Taylor Taylor up close from about 10,000 um, feet away. Our tickets were like $50. The seats are literally going to be in the parking lot. Yeah. So I just... <laughs> I can't I'm wait scared. to I can't wait to see um, a drive-in movie when we're watching the Jumbotron. <laughs> I really want her to perform Don't Blame Me. Uh, blank I space. will literally Yeah, I love Blank Space. Yeah, you but... should. You're psycho, so it would fit the bill. Um Yeah, but I literally love Don't Blame Me. I will be crying. If she performs that, if she doesn't, then I'm canceling her. I will. I will literally make up a rumor and get her career canceled. I'll never forget when "Don't Blame Me" came out because I just remember hearing it for the first time, and I was like, "Okay, Beyonce." <laughs> It's so good. It's still to this day my favorite song by her. It's incredible. It's so good. I don't know if it's like the drug addict in me or I know. what, but like it's a really good song. I do love how the lyrics are so like drug dark. addict appropriative. They're so dark. But it's just funny because like Taylor's like, what did you have a drug problem? My Come fucking, on, be for I real. know. I went to Seattle like a few years ago to go visit my family and my eight, well, she was turning eight at the time. Mm-hmm. She is a huge diehard fucking Swifty. Mm-hmm. I was talking to her about Taylor Swift and I was like, have you heard the song Don't Blame Me? And she went, yeah, I think I've heard of it. <laughs> like, obviously, her dad's not going to let her listen to that. If yeah. you read the lyrics. Don't blame me. Just don't have me around your kids, honestly. I just ask. I like don't think before I speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I shouldn't have asked her if she knew that song. Yeah. Do you know that one song about doing heroin? <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Um, 
I just want to choose packs. <laughs> She's like, I like shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny to me though is I feel like that song, like when I was saying, like, I just I don't know what drug she'd be addicted to. I'm just like, what is it? Boxed wine? Like, what um, the fuck was Taylor like struggling Coke. with? Can you see Taylor Swift doing lines of Coke? Yeah. I I, I think like in my fantasy I feel like that'd she's be kind of funny. Type of girl. She could have been. A bump? Do you? I mean, isn't it kind of incredible? Trailer, tra- trailer, <laughs> trailer Swift. We've just never seen her have a drug problem. It's like really wild. Yeah, but Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez apparently had one. We're not. Her- don't bring her up. <laughs> well, they're best friends, so I'm sure they're doing drugs together. I know. I'm just scared. I don't want any Me mention. And you have of t- done drugs together. I-, I know. We're clearly Selena and Taylor. <laughs> which one's which? I don't know. It's more like Selena and Haley Bieber. <laughs> I'm saying I'm Haley Bieber because you're the other woman. Yeah. And I would get the man in the end. <laughs> so I actually have a pretty giant list today. So yeah, in honor I of that, that, I just smoked a giant fat cloud out of my vape. Um, Ew. So there was a few I'm like, things. Can I hit that? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. Okay. She's like a full blown nicotine addict now. And we. No. Not I'm I just crave it sometimes. Yeah, that's actually like what addiction is. And I'm is. pissed off at myself because I literally went years and years and years without having the cravings. But yeah, could you believe the girl who's literally smoked heroin's never had a cigarette? That was one fucking <laughs> time. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. She's like, oh, a marble wrote no thanks. Pass me the spoon. <laughs> It's the foil, oh, actually, bitch. Oh, oh, so, sorry, sorry. Ew. Do we have to keep that in there? I'm, like, trying to clean up my image right now. Oh, my God. Not you rehabbing your image. <laughs> <laughs> Look, any man who's going to love you is going to have to love all of you, okay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, you're so true for that. You're so real. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you really want to... emoji. You... <laughs> So real for that. <laughs> like, you really want a guy who's not going to accept you at your heroin smoking days? Come no, on. Like, that's clearly not hubby material, you know? No, so I don't want that. I want to be accepted. Yeah, for who you are, you know? All the drugs, all the glitz, all the glamour, all the yeah. blackouts, all the rage, all the shattered windows, broken hearts, and a bottle of Four loco. Have you seen the bottles of Four loco? Have you seen those, like, hit the internet? I really want to try. We they can- have liquor bottles of four yeah, local now? honestly like we should get one for vegas um i would like to stay friends <laughs> oh i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> oh come on we haven't been in a fight in so long no but i mean every time we do black out you literally bully me and tell me to kill myself so <laughs> maybe we shouldn't well that's what you get for waking me up <laughs> <laughs> oh i did want to bring up Ground rules for Vegas, okay? Because everybody knows Miami's where friendships go to die. But I feel like Vegas is Miami adjacent. And so I just think that going into this Vegas trip. What? I didn't yawn. You went. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) What'd you do then? You just bit my lip or something. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, because someone's watching. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're so annoying. You're sick. Um, no, I was going to tell you, mm-hmm. or no, I was going to tell our audience, our queefies, that every time Sam and I are in a hotel room together on a trip, we end up getting in a really bad, like, screaming <laughs> match, and I feel really bad for our neighbors. <laughs> they, they probably think we're a couple, and then we walk out, and it's like, 
a hag and a twink. Okay. It's well, like, oh my God. The reason why I wanted to bring up and the- like matching t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> my ground rules for Vegas. What are they? Genius. Is that, <laughs> is that I just, I, this leads actually ties into last week's episode. I didn't get to touch on a lot of my ancestry results. Oh I, my God. I thought we got that. No. Okay. There was a few things on my list that we didn't touch on. And one of them was I have a greater likelihood than the normal population, about a 60% higher likelihood for a propensity to take naps. I'm sleepy. Okay. So my ground rule for Vegas, I have two fucking rules. Okay. One, no fucking noise until 11 a.m. So if you have to go to the lobby to do the first couple hours of your shift, we're going to have to do that. Okay. And then we can come back up the stairs at 11 a.m. Second ground rule is no strangers brought back to the hotel room, okay? I don't want anything going missing, and I also really don't want to wake up to one of you having sex. So, <laughs> and God knows I'm not getting fucking laid. So. Watch him be the only one getting it. Too. I know. I'm like, okay, I brought some Are you still back. on Grinder? I am not answering that question, but you guys might Grindr probably is like <laughs> fucking on steroids in Vegas. Can we please? Oh, okay, I God. really want to take you to the... It's called, they have a gay club called Piranha. It was so much fun when I went. You would love it there. There's like different rooms in the club. Oh, there's like a red room. No, I wish. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it's so much fun. I blacked out the last time I went, but they usually have- From what shows. you can remember, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of videos of Chris and I having fun there. Oh, okay. I love how your life's lived through your Snapchat memories. <laughs> I know, isn't that sad? You're like, yeah, it looks it looked like a good time. I I couldn't tell you if it was, but yeah, from what no, I know it was really fun. I have so much fun in Vegas. I love Vegas. Sam's never been. Can you believe that? I know, I really haven't. I've never been to the, the Las Vegas trip. So I'm definitely scared. I'm definitely scared. Um, but I know, you know, we get into any <laughs> my carpal tunnel, me dropping my phone. <laughs> I know that like at the end of the day. If anything were to happen, we're in Vegas. So really, if one of you guys has to go down to the strip, do a little tug and rub to get us some emergency funds, then I think we'll be okay. I'm not saying I'm trying to traffic you, but if it had to come down to it, you'd be the perfect candidate. That's all. I'll touch on that. But this week, she's monogamous. She's not single. She's in between phases of life. And Shut up. Let's ask the audience, who do we think Karina's is matched with this week? Is it A, a felon, B, a graffiti artist, or C, a Republican? <laughs> well, uh, let me correct myself. Okay. He clarified to me that he's libertarian. So he's- Why are you telling? Oh my God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and keep your voice down. I love him. That's why I want to talk about him so bad. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Ugh, what are you, Courtney Kardashian, the later seasons of Keeping Up? Like, come yeah. on, we're, we've all tuned into your love life at this point. You're going to have to spill the beans, but we'll let it. Yeah, I will on my own time. Yeah, when she is ready, okay? The fuck? I, I wanted to bring up this too because I didn't get this out. I didn't get the thought out when I fucking wanted to. To my surprise, when I got my test results back, I was pregnant. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> With my kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, twins. Yeah. Dingle and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I found out I'm fucking English, okay? Which I know you guys are like, okay, but I'm pissed because there was no fucking reason 
for me to have suffered through the trauma of being in German class when I was a freshman in high school. I only fucking took that shit with the cookie pajama monster pants people because I thought I was fucking German, but I wasn't. So to my avail, I found out that I'm only fucking English and I have no likelihood. I found this out too, which I thought was interesting. I also have, apparently there's some gene in people and it, I'm like lightheaded. I, no, I'm lightheaded too. I'm really eating today. Karina <sighs> faints on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so I just found out that my face doesn't turn red when I drink, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that... it does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to trigger you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it doesn't, I swear. I know, it really doesn't. Also what I remember. <laughs> Your face doesn't turn red too. Well, it's because I'm gorgeous. That, <laughs> I'm just kidding. There might be some flush-faced people in the audience, okay? If I'm your sure face you're gorgeous start, too. Yeah, you know, maybe just not when you're drunk, because obviously well, you look like a tomato, but if you're sober, you're going to look fine. I also wanted to touch base on some work-related things. Mm-hmm. I know you guys come to listen, get an escape from your day-to-day capitalist nightmare, but unfortunately, all I do in my spare time now is fucking go to work, so... All my stories are really going to tie into fucking having two jobs, which um, is the only thing that makes having two jobs worth it is getting to brag about it. Because otherwise, I would literally rather break my ankles in half than Um, have to do this. Every time I've had a second job, they all went out of business. I don't know what my like energy is or like what like. I don't know how that happened. They're like, it was you. No, I'm not kidding. There's like multiple businesses that I worked for that went out of business. You started and then their business had to close. I was like, what are you doing? No, I mean, I started for a few shifts and then they went out of business. Like me and my best friend, Jasmine, she got me a job at Papa Murphy's like years ago. And Mm -hmm. I was just working there with her like as a second job. Were you making pizzas? Yeah, isn't that embarrassing? But hey, no shame pizza, in the game. I was a pizza girl. And so... Oh, what did you do? Roll the dough? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to touch on work. So I started at Starbucks. And to my surprise, the sexy gay manager was already transferred to a different location. <laughs> so... Literally your luck. My fucking eye candy was nowhere to be found, but I will say, you guys, Starbucks training has been going great so far. I love coffee. I love coffee beans. Do you drink coffee? No, but I'm starting to. It's just cringe. It's just a very cringe training orientation. (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this, but I'm like, whatever. But, like, I really should. Next week, he gets laid off. (laughs) (laughs) I love Star. I, I love it. I love where I work, and it's a really great company to work for. It really is okay. Right, like, but what do they say? They're they a just think for what they refer to it as a third place. So you have your home is your first place, work is your second place, and then the third place is where you go when you're not going to work or not going to home. And so they keep driving this point home that it's a third place, and I'm just sitting there the whole time, like, well, isn't everything technically a third place? Like if you're. The grocery store is well, a third place. Getting, people getting coffee is like a routine. Well, to so. be honest, I get the vibe because like mm. my whole life, I would, you know, go hang out at a Starbucks. And honestly, you can find a Starbucks. Fuck, you throw a rock and you hit a fucking Starbucks door. And you can always go in and hang out there, you know. What's Focus, your go-to but... Starbucks drink? Um, a lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expanding my palate, okay? What's your favorite food? Um, like a bruschetta, bitch. I don't care. Okay. No. What is your favorite food? Fucking ramen <laughs> from the store. Beef ramen. Yeah. Maruchan. Okay. My eyes like lazy right now. I literally can't uh, oh, stop staring at lazy? you. It's like 
I feel like a frog. <laughs> Copacnol. You're like a toad. <laughs> What's that toad book from when we were little? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know, I know it, but I don't What's know the, the name. What's the other character in it? The other is it like is there a rabbit? We're talking oh, about so stupid. We're talking about the tortoise and the hare. That's yeah. <laughs> not a toad. What the fuck is the story with the toad? There's a toad. I don't know the name, but that's not you the point. It it's gonna bother me. Frog and toad. <laughs> You're the toad, and I'm the which one's which one's cuter? Okay. Um, well, they're fucking frogs, so I don't know which one's cuter. I want cuter. to be the cuter one. This one's wearing a hat. Do you want? You <laughs> have to be the toad. Yeah, because the you toad's taller. <laughs> and I don't wear hats. Yeah, you're, you're, he's even Where wearing is a your coat. Hat? I'm not wearing a hat. To, actually, I am wearing a hat. <laughs> this isn't real hair. <laughs> Sam's actually secretly bald. Yeah. <laughs> I did find out though. And special results relieved the shit out of me. They told me I have a very low likelihood of going bald. So I was like, oh, great. So I just have a yeah, big forehead it, for no Seth. fucking reason. <laughs> Literally, my brother Seth has been making me paranoid that I'm going bald my whole life. And I'm not going bald. You know what he used to do? This is such a weird fucking story. So my uncle had epilepsy growing up. And Seth used to pluck my hair out of my head. <laughs> he would tell me I'm going to develop epilepsy. He would rip the hair out of my head and then be like, but I'm going to send this hair off to a scientist and they're going to figure out a way to cure it or just something weird like that. And so I was getting my fucking hair ripped out like all the time and I had this huge phobia that I was going to have a seizure. It was the most like stressful anxiety. Uh, but anyway, Seth, what were you doing to him? <laughs> Says. So in the middle of my fucking training, okay, I'm sitting in the lobby and I'm sitting with my manager and he's going over my first sip. Okay. So I did sip a cup of coffee my first day I worked there. And in the middle of us training, so we're sitting at a desk, probably this size, some middle-aged woman bursts through the door, sits so close next to me. She like scoots me over. She pulls out her laptop and then just enters a Zoom meeting and starts like having a full fucking work meeting in the middle of me and my manager having to trying to have a conversation. So I was literally just like every five seconds, just like, what? Like, why what did was you she saying? Did you hear anything? No, but the point was I'm like, like, what's the team? The whole fucking mm -hmm. store was empty and she chose to sit right fucking next to me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why did you sit next to me? It was so weird. Yeah, I got sexually harassed at work the other day. I'll set the scene, okay? I'm walking into the movie theater. I'm going to go take someone's fucking order, all right? It's a man and a woman. They're drunk. I come in to take their order. I'm trying to whisper. And they're like, okay, we're going to get two shots of vodka. Make it a jabba in a tall glass. Each one of them wants one. I'm like, okay. Like, you, I probably shouldn't be fucking serving you. You guys are, like, blacked out right now. Like, we're a movie theater. It's not a bar, okay? I don't... Why would you go to a movie and black out? I don't get it. Like, you just paid to see a movie that you're not going to remember. And then they fucking look at me. They said, oh my God, you have a porn stash. Why do you have a porn stash? And I'm trying to keep my voice down. I'm like, I love porn stashes. I do too, but not the time. Okay. I was like, um, yeah, like, yeah, I have a mustache. And they're like, is it a flavor saver? And I was like, um, that's disgusting. And then they were like, do girls like it? And I looked at the guy and I was like, well, I'm gay. And then he pauses and then he's like, well, do the guys like it? I was like, I don't know, but leave me alone. You guys want some water? <laughs> they were like, oh, what are you trying to say? I said, okay, I'll get you guys some water. And then I said, do you guys want anything else? And then the guy goes, we just want you. And I was like, okay, I'll be right back.
back with your drinks. Oh, and then they stiffed me to make that a better experience. I got to walk in the shoes of a woman at my job for the first time. Ew. One time when I worked at Flipside, I got disgustingly hit on by this guy who's there with his kid. He literally was with a girl. And then his kid got in a fist fight in the ball pit. In a ball pit? Not like a ball pit, but they had like this jungle gym thing that had like a bunch of balls in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did anyone ever take a shit in it? Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> have to. They would never make the girls clean it. That's weird. Thank God. <laughs> They're yeah. like, Karina, why are you hunched over that pile of balls? Shut up. <laughs> no, but one of my coworkers, his name was Jesse. He would literally fall asleep in the ball pit, like during his shift, I remember. <laughs> Going into a restaurant and you're like, kids just run into a play, a play area and they're like, oh my God, there's a dead body <laughs> sleeping in the ball pit. He was pit. low key my work husband. I was going to ask yeah. about that. I wanted no, to. No, I always have a work husband. Oh, we've talked about Felipe. Did you have another one or was it just Felipe? Um, when I worked at Dillard's. Was it a gay guy? Everyone thought, yeah. Honestly, everyone thought he was gay, but he was weird. He had an 18-year-old girlfriend, but he was the only attractive guy that worked at Dillard's. And he would come to work in a suit because his name was Andrew. He would mm -hmm. come to work in a suit. He had a beard and he had dark hair. He was like a little bit taller than me, but he would always fucking flirt with me. And then he ended up getting his girlfriend a job there. And then as soon as the girlfriend started working there, he wouldn't even look at me. And I was like, oh, so you definitely were into me then. And then I found out he was actually fucking weirdo. He would he met her at like a World of Warcraft like get together where they were playing like cards or something. Oh, okay. That's nerdy. Speaking of work, though, I wanted to touch on having sarcasm with your coworkers because at my new job, everybody there kind of has this kind of like aggressive attitude towards each other. Mm. My trainer was helping some girl and the girl was like, oh my God, sorry, I keep getting in your way. And my trainer was like, then why do you keep getting in my way? I, I like, cannot. With but that. then the thing is, I was like, I get it. Like when I talk to my coworker, Karen, I'm like, eat shit and die, Karen. If you guys need a little background on Karen, Karen's like the most chaotic, neutral person I've ever met. She's a reformed lesbian, so she started out her life. I love it. She's kind of like determined to not be gay, but like we all know she's gay. So I'm really trying to push that narrative on her because I just want her to be herself, you know? Like she's she's kind of like doing the opposite of what girls do, like how girls go into college and they're like, I want to experiment with girls. She's like trying to experiment with boys and I just keep being like, Karen, I... I just don't think this is happening for you. I feel like you're into women. I would never choose to be into men. You know what I mean? I would. I think being sense? gay is fun. I don't know. I feel like I... I bet being I, gay is fun. I, yeah, we know you want to be one so bad. <laughs> it probably looks more fun than you think. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be taking prep. <laughs> well, you're not on it. Even though you don't really get much. You're not really getting any. You're in a dry... By choice, well. mind you. I am a little bit scared because I was feeling sick today and I was like, I hope I don't have something. But I'm I'm trying not to let my mind what go you there. you feel sick? Huh? Are you going to get me sick again, Sam? My body just kind of hurts. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just exhaustion from working 60 fucking hours a week. No, or... it probably is because you're not used to that. Ugh. No, but honestly, who the fuck should be used to that? It's so ridiculous. Um, I can't believe I used to work hours like that. You could not, you literally could not pay me to work that much. I wanted to let everyone know I cried at work, okay? I burst into tears and it was really embarrassing. I've it was moments a, like that too. And that's why I wanted to ask you about. Oh, 
the car dealership. It's just a horrible My manager feeling. made me cry multiple times. I used to work with one of my really good friends, Christy, at a car dealership. And I went with her to, she was driving and I went to another lot with her to get a different car for her customer. And she accidentally fucking butt dialed our manager as I was on a like three minute long <laughs> rant going. And, and I'm mean, okay? Like when you give me a fucking reason, like you gave me a fucking reason. I was on a three minute rant about him just talking a bunch of shit. Like I was like, he's on a fucking power trip. He's not even a good manager. I literally <laughs> hate my job because of him. He's the worst person I've ever met. He gaslights me. Like I was basically in a toxic relationship with my manager. And as you guys could guess it, my manager was a Leo man. And I do not get along with Leo <laughs> men. And so I'm on this long rant about him because a week prior, he fucking came outside when I was on point, which is when you like stand outside and like go up to people. Oh I was, God, you're one, you're of, my one coworkers, of those people. Yes. And one of my There's other coworkers, Alejandro, job. one of my coworkers, Alejandro, my ex-boyfriend hated him. Because one time he was dropping me off at work and Alejandro was walking across our car. He looked at me and winked and then looked at Noah and laughed. <laughs> I know. And then I got in trouble for it. I was like, dude, I don't even. And then one time he fucking FaceTimed me when I was with Noah. And I was like, I know this looks really bad, but I can promise you I do not fucking talk to him like that. Like, he's just really flirtatious and like weird. And so anyways, I was just like, we were flirting like on point kind of. And then my manager, Ray, comes storming outside. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? You're not even, you're not even like fucking paying attention. He was like, go home. And so Ugh. I literally just started crying. And then I called my ex-boyfriend. I was like, come pick me up. Like, I'm literally not fucking coming back here again. And so I spent like a week off of work. I, they ended up getting me back. Yeah, when I, I quit, okay, that was like the thing. He did not fire me. I quit. I'm on point again on my first day back. One of my other coworkers is like, I heard Ray fired you. You're back. And I went, what? And he was like, Ray told all of us that he fired you. So then that's why I was on a huge rant because I was like, why the fuck are you spreading rumors about me? You're fucking weird. No, I get a call and it's my manager and I answer it and he starts screaming in the phone. He's like, I just fucking heard every word you just said about me. I'm in my car and I listen to it on Bluetooth. Like I heard everything. <laughs> and then I was like, Christy, look at your phone. Like, just look at your phone. She looks Three minute phone call with Ray Lopez. He just looks at me and we go like in a corner and talk. And then I was like, I'm mad. I was crying, but I was like, mm -hmm. I'm so pissed off that you're telling people that you fired me. Like you're just being a liar. Right. And he was like, I know it really hurt my ego when you quit. And I didn't want to say that you quit. So I told everyone I fired you. That story reminds me of the time that when I was in seventh grade and I had my first girlfriend. Um, I went on a trip to Illinois and in my defense, she did cheat on me twice. Okay. And yes, I don't like girls, but Queen. still hurt. Okay. <laughs> in her defense, I cheated on her first. But that was the point. The point is I was talking okay. to my family for literally Karina. You think three minutes is bad? Um, I just want to add this. Sorry. I feel like if you get cheated on first and you cheat back, it like doesn't count. Don't you agree? I feel like it's the first cheater's fault. <laughs> well, of course you would say that. <laughs> well, like in a new relationship, I wouldn't. But when like, I say cheating, we're in seventh grade, okay? It was like I kissed somebody else. It wasn't even like that's anything still else. cheating to me. Uh, yeah, I know it is. Anything but, is even looking at someone else. I'm like, you're a fucking cheater. <laughs> literally, you really didn't go blind when you looked at that person. You think three minutes of talking to your husband was bad? I was on the fucking phone talking about breaking up with her to my family 
for 45 minutes straight where all I was doing was fucking going on and on about how much I didn't like her. I finally pulled my, I was on the swings, okay? I was fucking 12. I was like swinging like, the place is up here and I'm just going, I just hate her. Oh my God. I opened my phone and she's like, the call is still going. And so like my last fucking word, I'm like, oh my God. So I hang up. And then, of course, I end up having to talk to her for, like, literally three fucking hours after that, being like, I didn't mean anything I said. Do you think she watches? No. Are you kidding me? She's got, like, two kids and a husband. She's probably in some, like, for her. Mormon temple ceremony right now. The coworker that made me cry, she is, she's a step above me. I'm not going to name any names, okay? <laughs> I'm definitely not naming any names. But this coworker of mine... <laughs> It's just her delivery on ways she tells me what to do at work. Yeah. That hurts my feelings. Delivery, and like, definitely. Ma- that's my fucking beef that I had with my Victoria's Secret manager. Her right. delivery on things was just like, shut up. Get it the fuck out of my face. And so when she made me cry, I, I, this is my issue with her, though, is I just never know how to communicate effectively. I never know how to just let her know, like. That bothers I, you. I hear what you're saying, and I'm sure you're just very stressed out, and that's why you're like getting worked up right now but like Mm -hmm. there's just a nicer way to if you explain things to me calmly i'll probably respond better than if you're mean to me and she made me cry but then come to find out don't do good with that no and it's because when you get fucking abused growing up that's Mm -hmm. a that's triggering you know i had to talk about her in therapy like three different times like this is causing me problems so come to find out though she's She's telling people that we're really close friends. And I'm like, oh, when was that? You made me cry a week ago. Yeah. How the fuck are we you friends? communicate that. Do you think you'd ever be friends with her? Uh, according to my therapist, she is not a safe person. So I I have uh, to maintain a guard up around her. And yeah. I do agree because that's- You have really pretty eyelashes. Thank you. <laughs> I grew them myself. <laughs> no, I was just looking at them. You oh, do. Thank you. My gorgeous, gorgeous sister. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, your eyes are pretty too. Thank and you. And I noticed thank you don't you. have a hump in your nose and you have a good nose. <laughs> I think I do have a hump. Who cares? No, you don't. I'm looking right at it. You know who does have a hump? Who? Your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> 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 We actually are for like 100% done, you guys. The day has come. Uh, Him and this girl that I am friends with, I like her a lot, actually. And she was very honest and very nice with me. And they never met each other. I really like her. She ended up FaceTiming me and screen sharing with me and showed me all of their messages. And he was literally texting her while me, Sam, and our friend Nora were all at Dave and Buster's with him. And I thought it was like a great night I was having with him. And the weekend before that, we had a really good weekend. No fighting, no nothing. Like, we were drinking together. I feel like I got fucking cheated on. Yeah, like, we genuinely were having fun with him. Like, it was so much fun. And then I had the biggest meltdown in my entire fucking life. Like, I have not had a meltdown like this in months, okay? I started going ballistic and I called him and I was just like, I don't even remember. I was blacked out from anger, like literally. I took all of his clothes that I had. I threw them all outside of my house. And then I was like, no, I'm going to put them in the fucking trash can. He can <laughs> dig them out of my fucking garbage. And so I put them in the trash can. And then as soon as I 
close the door. I'm like, hmm, I actually have expired milk in the fridge. So I'm going to go take that for Oliver's clothes. And so I put my all God. Oliver's clothes in the trash can. And then I was like, I haven't cleaned my cat's litter box today either. He's deathly allergic to cats. So I fucking took all of her shit and I fucking poured it all over the clothes. And then I was calling him and I was like, where the fuck are you? Come get your clothes. He just kept being like, I was like in the most monotone voice. I wasn't flirting with her. I had no... Like, I had no ill intentions with just, that. We're not flirting. We're just making plans to hang out with each other. Yeah, and you know. he's, like, the easiest man on the planet. Like, you could, I Literally. can't even, like. You know how easy he is? I've probably talked more shit about him than anyone he's, I'm probably his actual biggest bully, and the girl buys me fucking drinks when I see him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he was buying you beer, and then he was taking his big, scary friend's fucking puff bar, and he was he giving it to it you. To yeah. Hey, cuck. <laughs> My ex pulls up in his car. He, first, he's doing multiple circles around my house. Oh, he's spinning the block. Yeah, he kept, and then I kept, I think he was scared that I was going to film him or something, but I didn't even fucking care. I know. And then he literally, he was like, where are my clothes? I was like, in the fucking trash can. Like, go pick them up. He lifts the lid up. His mouth drops. He just doesn't say anything. Takes a picture with Flash. Gets in his car and he just drives away. Yeah, that was that. That was the last time <sighs> I saw him. That's the craziest thing you've ever done, right? No. I, oh, it's not? <laughs> Are you sure? I've done a lot of crazy things. I, I, I rolled his arm up in a window when he <laughs> called me fat one time and cheated <laughs> on me. He, But in my defense, he fucking, he kept being like. He was he reaching into it to like, like hurt you. Yeah, no. And he was trying to get me out of the car to talk to him. And he was probably going to beat the shit out of me. That's why I wouldn't get out of the car. He literally boxed me and jessica into my driveway and he was basically it was when i worked at dillard's this is the first time i found out he physically actually like fucked someone else like i always knew he was messaging other girls and complimenting them i don't know why i was so convinced he wouldn't actually fuck someone stupid it was like five minutes into my shift and him and this guy johnny that i ended up meeting at varsity where we did take a photo strip of us making out but the only reason why i did was because i ran into this other girl at varsity before that and she was like yeah your ex was actually Snapchatting me, hitting me up, and then showed me the messages. He was fucking trying to hang out with her the night I was in jail over him. So <laughs> then I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, when you were behind When I bars. was in fucking jail, he was trying to hang out with this girl who was an issue in our relationship. She was an issue in me and Keelan's relationship, too. So I, like, freaked out, and I just looked at her, and I was like, thanks for telling me and showing me. So I go in the photo booth with Johnny, and we take, like, these really crazy photo strip pictures. And then and then Johnny like actually was really nice to me. Like he was never mean to me. I even I spent the night at his house that night and me and him didn't even like the most we did was kiss. Like we didn't do anything at all. And um, no finger blasting. Mm -mm, no. No ass eating from remember, the back. That was my thing for a while. I'd spend the night at guys' houses and not do anything. <laughs> the power and self-control i have and so um anyways a little tease you so <laughs> so that that was like a few weeks before so mind you that night i ended up posting a picture with johnny on twitter with his chucky doll and it looked like a family photo because i found my ex just cheated on me and so i woke up to a bunch of text messages from my ex being like you're a fucking bitch fuck you like going off on me and it was just pictures with me and this guy and he was like you already fucking moved on and then he oh, called me God. screaming it was like really crazy so then fast forward what like a few weeks later when i'm working at dillard's him and johnny start arguing over me and then johnny posts a picture on his story with the gun like this and he goes got a problem i know a 
put Noah's name. I know a guy. Oh, you're so Bella Swan. And Always. then Johnny sent him a picture of the photo strip we took. And then Noah called me screaming and said he was going to fuck his ex-girlfriend. And then he said he was going to fuck this other girl that he cheated. That I found out literally five minutes later he already did fuck her and he cheated on me with her. And so. What are you going to do? Rub pussies together? <laughs> anyway. You're going to stick your clit inside so her? So then he was screaming at me on the phone. Mind you, this is like 10 minutes in my shift. He's like, I'm fucking going to work right now. And so I start having anxiety attacks. I'm like, I'm going to get fired. He's going to come in here screaming at me like he's fucking crazy. Like, Arena, why would you do that to me? You're such a bad. I was so fucking scared. Jessica comes and picks me up. And the way like Dillard's is, you have to walk out of this like secret door in the back. It's like really scary if you're walking out by yourself. She pulls up. Noah calls me. He's right behind us in his car. And so I'm, he's like trying to run us off the road, literally like being psycho. And then I rolled down my window and I'm on FaceTime with Johnny and I just show Noah to piss him off. And then he starts screaming at me. And then I threw a drink in his car from Jessica's. And then he follows us all the way to my house. He fucking boxes us into the driveway. He gets out of the car. He starts screaming at me. And then he calls me a fat bitch. All because I made out with this person. As if I didn't just find out that he full-on fucked someone else who I literally was fighting with him about for months prior. And he would gaslight me and be like, I never did anything with her. And so The then, fucking, the... Yeah. The... The nerve. The multiverse of your relationship. I don't know if that there was, is a therapist qualified enough dude, to handle that. Dude, I know. That. And so literally we start fighting and then we're just screaming at each other and he's like i have he's like trying to like hold like just hold on like he's grasping straws at this point like he's like you left your juicy couture pants at my house and i didn't like they were literally i saw them like prior they he's were like not. i'm literally wearing them <laughs> he was like <laughs> I, <laughs> they're really soft and comfortable he was like you're, he's like i left he's a like, shit stain in them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like your clothes are literally at my apartment and i was like no they're not no they're not like you're literally lying and then the way I, you're like, describing that, it's giving me like sixth grader on the playground. <laughs> I know you are, but when am I? I know. And so I'm like on my phone, like talking shit to him. He grab, he like sticks his hand so quick in the window. My reflexes are fucking cunt. Like they're crazy because I immediately rolled up the window and he goes, ow, Karina, let it go. My, my fucking <laughs> arm. And I was like, call, I was, call, I was like, call blank. The girl he just cheated on me with. I was like, call her and see if she can fucking get it out. And I was like, call a mechanic. I really don't fucking care. First of all, not you 127 hours in him and making him into soul <laughs> And so... Like he's, he's like, he's like amputating his arm. <laughs> and then, it, and then he was like, roll it down, roll it down. And then I actually, I was trying to actually roll it down. And then I actually rolled it up even more. And he goes, ow, ow. He's like screaming. You can see it in the video going like tighter on him. <laughs> his fucking arm's turning blue. <laughs> he deserved it. He traumatized the living fuck out of me. Like it was so insane. And so. I wish his neck was in the window. Me, him, and those windows. I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. call safe yeah. light. <laughs> Green has ever in your city. <laughs> yeah, safe and then light prepare. He ended safe up, light like, replace. Taking out the window, and he ended up like getting out of the window, and then like driving away. And he just, just lost like thing. his wrist and his arm, but he's fine. We ended up getting back together like the next mm, day. There it is. Yeah. No, I ended up going to his apartment actually later that night, and then I okay. was on Facetime with that girl. 
And then this is when you he... were FaceTiming the girl at his apartment. Yes. Okay. And she was going more into detail about what happened while then, you were sitting there. And while I was also drunk, not a good idea. Cause None I of was that. obviously getting angry. And so I was in his bathroom FaceTiming her. And then he comes in and he starts You're like my mom when she talks laughing. shit about my dad and he's in the she, next room. He literally starts laughing and goes, I only fucked her one time. I fucking punched him right in his fucking mouth. And she started screen recording it. And I punched him so fucking hard in the face. Because I was like, fuck you. Like, you're literally provoking the fuck out of me right now. Like, why would you say that? Incredible after you Hulk, saw, you're provoking After you me. saw how fucked up I was over that. Like, fuck you. It's weird because I was, like, looking at stuff today and I was like, it actually doesn't even, like, make me as angry as it did before, huh. like, a week ago. It's weird. I just, I'm just really distracted right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Has been busy this week. Yeah, <laughs> making new friends. I'll just mm-hmm. say that much. Or rekindling with old friends. Actually, <laughs> yeah. But the Noah chapter is closed. You guys, let's do a round of applause. It's been four years. Uh, it's gonna be a pretty meek applause. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if anyone's left in the audience. To be honest. <laughs> it's okay, I guys. You can come back it's in. It's no, over. I literally promise it's done. So that fucking. The fake Twitter that keeps fucking bullying me about him. All I'm saying it's is, like, if you're making this podcast official, then next week we better not sit back down in here and have to reopen the fucking book, okay? <laughs> is the story over or it not? It is, it is. I swear to God, it is. Bible. <laughs> that reminds me i don't know why but the other day at work i was wearing this cross necklace and some girl was like it was like a middle-aged couple and she was like i really like your necklace and i don't know what came over me i blurted and i went yeah it's like really hard to wear this because i'm like really scared people are gonna judge me for my religious beliefs and i was like why am i saying yeah, you're that? literally just being a liar i know like <laughs> i'm an atheist like i wear it because it's cool i don't wear it because i believe but it was gross because I was like, ew, I'm it's giving like, you're like playing a character. I know. I was giving like Christian persecution, but it's like uh, our rights are under attack. And it's like, okay, calm down. Oh, you. Speaking of Christians, my mom and I made up. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to family therapy together. So she found a therapist and booked an appointment. Oh my God, really? Good for you. Yeah. That's I need my really own helpful. individual therapy though too, but the th- the fucking family therapy with her will be nice. Any therapy at this point, bitch, is going to be better than none. What else is on your list? Um, that I met Blake. <laughs> Lively. From Gossip Girl. Of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> A little birdie joke. <laughs> Word on the street is green us. <laughs> what? I'm glad I met him. I'm glad I met the guy because... Stop. Because I don't want to be left behind. I, I think, would never leave you behind. You're my best friend. I think in a way, like, you moving on from Noah makes me scared. Like, I hope whoever you end up with gets along with me, because... I wouldn't <sighs> date anyone who doesn't get along with you. Okay, but that, is <laughs> like, history has proven that Wimmy and Noah would argue towards the beginning, yeah, at least. Yeah, and Noah would get into really disgusting fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. things you miss about your ex and reasons why you shouldn't. So, let's think... start with the first thing. What's the What's the biggest thing you think you're going to miss about... Oh, I just sat. My eye just switched. Oh, okay. <laughs> Processing through um, some trauma. I think, okay. I think just me and him have a lot in common when okay. it comes to like clothes <clears throat> and like pop culture ish, I guess, and like being really into like photography and. Mm, right. Because he has a camera. Got it. 
<laughs> right. I don't oh, know. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. Dating a graffiti Go. artist was cool. Okay. I know it sounds disgusting, but I actually really liked it. And I liked that I was able to say that. So I'm honestly annoyed. But every- So which one is it? Did you like the graffiti or did you like to tell people he did graffiti? Because I feel like some of the things you just described are very superficial. Like the clothes on. The entire on- relationship was. Well, you're like. We were I'm not gonna in miss love his, with each other. I'm going to miss his clothes. Like, those come off your body. So Not his clothes specifically. What are but the just clothes like, his soul wears, Grina? What do those wear? His soul? What does his being put on his I'll back? I'll miss his dogs. Um, cat. Got a cat. So I know. And then I also like. One of the dogs did bite you. Under- so. <laughs> yeah, she mulled me. I'm like, three of the letters that. on your hand right now are literally missing because the dog bit a chunk off your tattoo. <laughs> she didn't. Just I know. It's called a joke. <laughs> Do you like to laugh? I just think oftentimes the things you miss about that person, like truthfully, you're just going to find that again in somebody else. Like, yeah. think about how many people break up, get yeah. with a new relationship. Like, normal people find people with things in common. And honestly, a lot of it just comes down to how long you knew him. Like most of the things you'll get to know about somebody else, you'll Mm -hmm. eventually grow to like. He didn't always do graffiti, okay? We all know he picked that habit up a couple years down the line. So who knows? Maybe your next boyfriend will become a criminal. Just give it a couple years. I'm done with the criminals. For now. Okay. Um, Graffiti artists, they all are literally narcissistic cheaters and they all like literally beat the shit out of their girlfriends yeah which is ironic they do that's um, like a thing it's almost kind of like the same vein as a police officer so you really got to find someone straight down the middle you know what i mean because i saw your tweet about liking that beautiful cop but that cop was sexy well i was gonna don't you think i i was gonna comment back to you well you know the statistic is 40 percent of them are domestic abusers yeah Reported domestic I would abusers. never actually date a cop. But let alone with, let one inside you. My- You'd get a fucking warrant out for your arrest the second they stepped into your apartment. <laughs> I also wrote down Nicolina doesn't spend any time with us. <laughs> yeah, our friend uh, Nicolina is the worst friend, like, on the planet. I'm like, well, her grandma does have cancer. So. She, I know, I feel really bad for her. She just doesn't. She doesn't hang out with us. She doesn't prioritize us, and we're like her OGs. Yeah. Like we're only friends. We're literally friends through her. We met through Nicolina. Literally. And she moved back to Arizona and never fucking sees us. Miley's album. Karina likes the song Flowers, which I thought was a hot take (laughs) because I have not heard a single person in real life who actually likes that song. I love Flowers, but my favorite songs on her album. The other one is You. Okay. It made me cry the first two times I heard it. And then... I really like the one with Sia. Okay. Okay. I, I like those two. Yeah. Actually, I don't really listen to you. I don't know why. It just doesn't really. It's really fucking sad. It'll make you depressed. But I like Violet Chemistry, River. I like Violet Chemistry too. And River is good. Wild card. What do oh. you miss about your ex? <laughs> well, I mean, there's not much miss. He lives across the hall. So. Yeah. Anything I miss. Um, it's I get all my. I don't know, you know, I think playing video games together, having movie night, like just being able to like do fun activities together. Those are things that were really fun, you know, eating pizzas together. He was basically they would both eat like X one each. They would both each. Eat I'm an sure large pizza. Most of you can relate that um, 
There always has to be one person in a relationship with a super fast metabolism. <laughs> it just yeah, happened to not be me. Literally always. So always. my boyfriend was essentially a feeder and <laughs> made me gain like 50 pounds. So I don't miss that one, but I, I, you know, spending quality time together, I'd say is a big thing, but it'll happen yeah. when it happens, you know? Um, he did yell at me for using his body wash last night. So that was a fun mm. thing to get screamed out about. But I digress. In his defense, he was like, you use all of it. And I was like, no, I don't. He goes, Sam, the bottle was really crushed in half when I found it. I was You're like, so okay, annoying. sue me. So uh, the reason I actually wrote this down was because I wanted to confront you about your tweet because I, I thought this all tied together. So you like the song Flowers, but you actually hate Flowers from the Grocery Store. I got canceled. Did you see the quote tweets? I was getting called a stupid hoe and stuff. How many... Um, how many quotes did that end up having? Like over 30, I think. And, I, and my tweet had like 10 likes. Yeah, you got ratio pretty got fucking, hard. I know, but I wasn't even engaging in it. I'm just like, you bitches can think what you want. Like you can say I didn't get bouquets and that I'm too broke to afford one. But every time my ex cheated on me, you can put fucking money on it. He would spend at least $100 getting a fucking bouquet delivered to my door. But see, that's back. the context of your so, tweets. That, um, but that's where I'm saying like, I just don't know your, I can't. I can't wrap my head around your logic because you're complaining that the flowers are cheap. But I'm like, okay, <clears throat> but in a normal relationship, flowers are just a I nice gesture. Size. I know. Sorry that I want better for all of you. Like, we're worth more than a fucking $5 bouquet from fries, bitch. Yeah, like, you tell literally. her. But I, sh I did believe that maybe had they known more context to, you're not shitting on people for getting $5 flowers. You're shitting on... Boyfriends who cheat, who only spend five dollars on flowers. Like, of course, if he's fucking cheating on you, he should probably buy you more of an expect. He should splurge a little on the roses. But. In which he would splurge. But also, I don't condone that. Like, who cares if he got you expensive flowers? The amount flowers? of times I've had shit delivered to my door is like crazy. It's ridiculous. I know. It's just complete love bombing. I know. Bomb dropped literally. One time, I got pissed off because he got an edible arrangement. Delivered to my house. And I was like, okay, you just cheated on me. So I'm not eating for a few days. So why would you send me food when you know it's just going to go to waste? I can't even eat this. So I'm on an all-carb diet. Because the boyfriend who's this. literally called you fat is like, here's a snack. <laughs> Sorry, I cheated yeah, on you. and it's like, I don't want the fucking edible arrangement, you fucking dumbass. Like, why would I eat that? He's like, what do you want, a protein bar? <laughs> a bouquet of protein shakes. <laughs> like, no, I wanted him to send me money. One other time I caught him cheating. And it was this girl who ended up adding me that he used to work with. And she was like telling me that they had sex and I confronted him. And then he just sent me $400. Like he'll randomly, he would not will because I'm not with him anymore, but he would randomly do shit like that. And there's other times he would cheat on me and pay for my nails. Every time he bought me something, just know it was because he fucked up. <laughs> it was never just to be nice. So, so maybe in the future you're gonna get the gifts without all the misery. I hope. So that shot should be, I, I think, the end goal, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, shout out Bare to Miley. Mom. She put her rock and roll vagina into that album, and mm -hmm. it was a work of art. So ten out of ten for the yes. album. Yes, is that Miley. your favorite album of hers? I like it actually better than Plastic Hearts. I think really, I like more songs off of this one, but I don't like to compare because I know every body of work is different and they all each have their own place. I really like know. this album, but I think Plastic Hearts will always have a very special place in my heart. I just don't return to Plastic Hearts. You know who's, why? 
I don't know. It just it's it didn't really age that well album. for me. I did play a couple songs in rehab for everybody because well, I was like, this will be a pr- crowd pleaser. You went to rehab like right after it came out. It had been like a few, a months. few months, but yeah. still. Yeah, so it was more still fresh. But you know whose album really murdered that? Demi Lovato. Demi's album, no one else liked it. Didn't it like tank? Completely. She's okay, always tanking. Okay, I will always be a fucking Poot Lovato stan. Yeah, okay? I'm a Lovato. I lo- yeah. <laughs> Even in elementary school, like you were either, like you either really liked Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato. I always loved Demi Lovato. Her Trainwreck album is so fucking good. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I love Demi Lovato. It's probably the shitty childhood thing. Right? Yeah. Karina was more into Converse and eyeliner. I wrote this in the car on the way here because I can't figure out, like, am I manic, depressed, or both? And so I kind of want to ask you, like, what would you say, like, when you're in a manic episode? Like, how do you behave versus when you're depressed? I go out and drink. Yeah. I go out and drink. I impulsively do things. I'm a provoker when I'm very manic. You're definitely an instigator. Oh, <laughs> instigator is my middle name. I love instigating situations. It's actually something I need to work on, to be honest. I want to be a healthy person and not like in toxic situations, but I am a huge fucking instigator. I can instigate, but I try yeah, to like... You are. <laughs> Do you have like any examples of me instigating? You just like you you prod like you poke and you prod like I feel like I also play both sides in situations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's when we're in groups. I've noticed <laughs> you like to really do that. With who? I feel like with me. I feel like that's when it comes out. We did have a fan actually write in today for this episode. Dear Karina and Murph. <laughs> we're going back to our roots. I'm so I want to do a little bicycle. Okay. Dear Karina and Merp, so I'm having this really hard time moving on from my ex-boyfriend, and I found a new guy, but he's not really new. He's actually someone from my past. So I guess my question for you is, how do you decide when it's a time to cut your ex off to allow your situationship to unfold before you? I don't want to lead this new guy I'm talking to on by keeping in touch with my ex. (laughs) I didn't write it. Someone else did. I don't know. I I mean, I don't have... That's never happened to me, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, I don't know. Go with who's nicer to you. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. And (sighs) yeah, I definitely. How how long are? How long have you had the past with the situationship? So they actually wrote another letter, and they (laughs) they said, "So Green Ember, just to clarify, (laughs) I've." I used to talk to this guy a long time ago, back in high school. Mm. He was really mean to me back then, mm. but now he's really nice to me. And he's all, <laughs> you're Maraca? Enough. Okay. He's always really nice to me now. He keeps apologizing for how he treated me. <laughs> but I'm just still, it's hard to let him in, you know? And my ex, on the other hand, is just an all-around piece of shit motherfucker who's done nothing but traumatize the living fuck <laughs> yeah. out of me. So I'm in kind of a rock and hard place. So what are your thoughts on that? Wow, you guys, those questions are just so specific. Thank you for all the detail you add. Um, I don't know, Karina, how would you respond? <laughs> I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I think if you're having fun with the new situationship and he's being really nice to you and actively putting in effort and like proving things with his actions, then I would move forward with the with the OG. With the current boo, the bow. Yeah, I would see, I could totally see that, you know. I I think 
at this point, anything's better than the ex. Oh, so, absolutely. But like, it's not like the situationship is like shitty currently present day right it was just back then right so it's like so. technically there's probably some things you're gonna have to work on in therapy in regards to the first yeah, because it's not like i trust ev- <laughs> <laughs> um it's not like you trust um <laughs> sorry guys typo um it's not like i'm assuming you're not trusting everything that comes out of his mouth so also, with that being said, you're very traumatized from your ex, so it's hard for you to just believe anyone right. at this point. Yeah. Um, you probably need lots of words of affirmation mm-hmm. and actions to go along with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think I'm a firm believer in people can change, people can grow. If he is yeah. a better person now than he was back then, I would take that at face value. If the time comes where he suddenly isn't being nice to you, let's just... Just a well, scenario. I'm hoping. I'm hoping after your last ex boyfriend. This is so stupid. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you would just cut it off, like the first instant, since you have gone through so much with the ex. You just wouldn't want to do that again, and right. Like, because I'm assuming you spent a lot of years with the ex and you've just wasted all of your 20s <laughs> So with him. So I would just assume you would cut it off if something shitty happens or if the new the new OG <laughs> is being disrespectful towards you. Right. You, you've or grown. Or doing something that you said you didn't like, then they end up doing just, I would just cut it off. Right. At the first instance of it. Mm-hmm. Right. With anyone, to be honest. So then they wrote in a third time. And oh, they actually, my God. And they said, okay. so dear Karina and Murph, thank you guys for answering that question so quickly, too. Um, <laughs> just to follow up. So, like, what do I tell my ex? Like, do I just... I think you just should... Well, the question was it done. Okay. They said, what do I tell my ex? Do I let him know that I've moved on from him? Or do I just leave him hanging? Just like how he always would lie when he would cheat on me. Leave him hanging. <laughs> oh, that was pretty and quick. Okay. Um, in your situation, have you blocked him? Yeah, his number is blocked. Okay, on all your platforms. Um, your three, have, your your five different Apple products. <laughs> are you receiving any messages on any of them? I do have a second phone and a MacBook, and yes, he is blocked. Um, I also have him blocked on like all of my Twitters, my Instagrams, Snapchat. I haven't blocked him on TikTok. Good for you. Uh, They're trying to ban TikTok. Have we seen that? No. Why Isn't are that they fucked tr- up? Why? Because China owns it, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, China sells the data. But don't we? All, don't all the fucking tech companies do that? They're so annoying. I digress, though. That person, they did write one more letter. And they said, oh what happens, though, when you block your ex? Because... He keeps emailing me. Like he sends me these long winded emails well, begging for me back. Where a little birdie told me he was emailing me or you. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you haven't seen the emails that are apparently you're receiving. So I haven't, I don't know. Is there a way to block an email address? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we should probably get going on that then. I think emailing, yeah. blocking the email address is a good, healthy step to really ensuring the person doesn't leave you alone. And on that note, they wrote one final thing, and they, they said, Dude, Dear Mer- <laughs> Okay, what? They mentioned one more time. They said, okay, so 
I'm going to come clean about it. <laughs> the new situation ship is kind of a Republican. What do I do? <laughs> I have my political beliefs. He has his. Yeah, How do we make it work? <laughs> I don't know. Only time will tell, I guess. Uh, I, I definitely think that if he doesn't stand for human rights as a whole, you should probably find someone else. But hey, mm-hmm. hey. I agree. To whoever wrote those letters, if this is the guy you need to get you away from the last one who is actively constantly putting you in a fight or flight state, constantly putting you through trauma, if you got to be with the Republican for a while just to get yourself out of that mess, maybe that's what you got to do, you know? Like, you know, felon yeah, but I'm Republican. sure you actually do like the Republican. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and maybe as I'm sure the feelings have been very on and off for the past since high school. So, um, you know, maybe like as time evolves, you will be able to shift his beliefs a little bit more left, you know, and if you can't, I don't know. I don't know either. You know, I don't know. Does he listen to Joe Rogan? Like we we, got to have more context. The piece of shit X listens to Joe Rogan. Oh, he is a huge Joe Rogan fan. Okay, then we've got our answer. There's no redeemable qualities. <laughs> All right, awesome. Good to know. Good to know. Uh... Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess time will tell. Yeah, only time, you know, just as long as you do not get I'm physically. Sure you guys both get, I'm sure you guys both go against everything the two of you stand for. Um, so I don't know how it's going to work out, to be honest. Yeah, they're very star-crossed lovers, Mm -hmm. but fingers crossed Romeo and Juliet have their happy ending. Um, if you've ever gotten to the end of that play, they don't, but, um, (laughs) fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, if you ever find yourself in the same predicament, just bring your gay best friend along for the ride, because don't leave me in the dust. (laughs) I don't want you to forget about me. I did bring you. I know, but... That wedding's going to be a pretty guys, crazy... Didn't the gay best friend and the Republican like each other? Yeah, we got a lot. Oh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they might have got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Great. Woo! Well, we're going to see how this all works out. So... Hopefully this person writes in again next week. You never know. Yeah, you know, maybe you're going to get your... We're going to find out that you guys are engaged. Hopefully not pregnant. And on that note, we're going to sign off. My name is Murphy. And I'm Karen. (laughs) (laughs) And not my lesbian (laughs) co-worker. And on that note, you guys, this was the 14th episode of the Hanxious Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media. Check the link in the description to see our full podcast episodes on Spotify and Apple Music. Go leave us a five-star review. Leave a comment on this video. And be sure to subscribe to my channel to stay up to date for weekly Thursday uploads. We've changed the date. (laughs) You know, I've got two jobs now, okay? Leave me alone. All right. And on that note. Love you, Queefs. We're out. And be sure to write us um, if you have any more advice you want from us. Oh, I'll start doing the anonymous questions again. Okay, good, good, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really need them. All right, bye. Love you. Bye.